Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. Essex sends it straight ahead. Barkov has room, cruises in Barkov, makes it over, he scores! Here are your hosts, Jamison Olive and Doug Plakins. Welcome back to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers, episode number 63. We thank you very much for being here with us as always on FloridaPanthers.com slash Territory Talk, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can always catch new episodes of Territory Talk each and every Wednesday. And we thank you very much for being out there with us today, making this a part of your listening week. Doug Plagans here alongside Jamison Olive with you as always. And we've got a big episode coming up, a couple of big guests coming your way here shortly. We've got Panthers Senior Vice President Sean Thornton coming up. He's going to talk a little bit about what's going on here at the BB&T Center, talk a little bit about his experiences as a player in the Stanley Cup playoffs, which are getting into the latter stages right now. And then we'll have Panthers Director of Ticket Sales Adam Lawson joining us as well to talk about the exciting Select-A-Seat event coming up on Saturday. And uh, he's also going to uh, talk a little bit about some of the exciting things going around the BB&T Center as we approach the 1920 season and talk about his background working in the sports industry as well. So lots to get to coming up here shortly. But Jamison, uh, not many people know the grind firsthand of the Stanley Cup playoffs better than Sean Thornton. And uh, and he's a guy who had a lot of experience, played some some deep runs, won a couple of Stanley Cups. And uh, we're going to hear from him here shortly. Yeah, no, Thornton's one of those guys that, you know, we've gotten to know, obviously, during his time as a player here, but now a lot more, obviously, off the ice with him in the front office. And just a great guy. Not just a great guy, a great storyteller. He's a guy that if you, you, you ever have a chance, if you're out in an event and he's there in the corner, you know, walk over with a beer and talk to him for 10 minutes because he just has so many good stories over the year from, you know, his obviously the the 600 plus games in the AHL, to, you know, trying to get overcome that to, you know, finally breaking in and then suddenly winning a Stanley Cup and then, you know, going to Boston and becoming such a figure there and winning another Stanley Cup and then, you know, coming to Florida, making the playoffs here and then, you know, hanging up the skates, li- literally throwing them in the trash during his last game of the season, uh, last game of his career, should I say, and then, uh, you know, putting on a suit and joining the front office and he's done such a good job since he's been here. He's got his hands in absolutely everything. You can't, you know, go 10 minutes without seeing him walk past you with his phone, either in a meeting or on his phone or something like that. So he does a lot here. And it's kind of so fun to see his, you know, not just a transition, but such a quick transition from, you know, being a hockey player to being in the front office. But uh, like you said, tons of good stuff with him, tons of stories from his time in the playoffs. And a guy that, you know, right now we have to get our secondhand stories. We have to go to authority to have him talk about, you know, his deep cup runs. But like we've been saying here for, you know, weeks now is we hope this is the last time we're doing this and this time next year we're talking about our own run in the playoffs and things like that and we have our own stories and uh, specifically I, I don't think any fans know Doug your personal plights with the playoffs a, a, as a broadcaster I mean it's just something you're not too familiar with right well you know going back uh, going back to the my time in the ECHL a part of a couple of seasons with the Idaho Steelheads in the ECHL and um, my first season of pro hockey we uh, when I we were swept out of the playoffs uh, in Victoria by the old Victoria Salmon Kings, um, if that name. rings a bell with anybody uh, out at uh, out in Victoria, British Columbia. That was my first season in the ECHL. My second year in the ECHL, we uh, the, uh, the Idaho Steelheads had the best regular season record uh, in the ECHL, got into the Kelly Cup Finals and lost in five games to the Cincinnati Cyclones, who, uh, you know, they... Former affiliate of the Panthers, actually. Uh, yes, and uh, and it was two very different styles. You know, the, the, the Steelheads that year were the high scoring high flying offense and the Cincinnati Cyclones were the were the slow it down you know kind of try to win games 2-1 3-2 and uh, it worked for them they won the series in uh, in five games and um, though you know after that though uh, my four years in the 
American Hockey League. Uh, unfortunately, uh, didn't call any playoff games there. I did call an arena bowl, though. That is true. I, because I did arena football, and uh, the Cleveland Gladiators had a 17-1 season. It was a historic 17-1 season, won five games on the, on the final play. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. I, I, there are still things from that season in the Arena Football League. And I'll tell anybody, if, even if you don't know too much about it, go and if you catch an Arena Football game on TV, just watch it for, uh, where for do you, a little Where bit. do you catch an Arena Football game there, on TV? There, you'll, you'll find them on TV, and we're getting into the, you know, as we get into the spring summer, you can you can catch uh, those on games ESPN on TV. Yeah, you can you can you can <laughs> you can catch them on. Uh, I think they might be on uh, ES other ESPN platforms. Uh, I'm not sure where you find them now, but they're ESPN are, they, plus minus. They are uh, they are they are on one of the uh, one of the sports channels out there. But uh, if you have a chance to watch it, you you honestly can score on every play, and I think it's part of what makes it crazy. And just to to summarize it, one of the things that happened that year, we were down by 19 points with 53 seconds left. Did the old score recover the onside kick score recover the onside kick and score as time expires to win a ball game so uh anything can happen called an arena bowl didn't go well uh on the on the scoreboard but it was a great experience and then uh and then uh but like i said my four years in the american hockey league didn't call uh, any playoff games and that's why you know here we need we need something here to dethrone the arena bowl as you know the the, the main broadcasting highlight for doug plagans and uh I, I think it's coming like we all say we think the playoffs are coming i was a part of the playoff run in uh, in 2016 was a part of the playoff run in 2016 but we're thinking deep playoff run now we're thinking you know second third round here we go maybe a stanley cup in the near future we're not getting greedy but it's something we all want here and i think you know with you know joe quenville here with alexander barkov leading the way with so many of these guys so young and just kind of really blossoming in their careers uh why not you know it, it, this is going to be a great team to watch and uh, a great team to call i know for doug plagans i know i know i'm excited and uh you know we we've talked about it a lot here on territory talk but this team has the building blocks and has the ingredients to be very good and and be a contender here for a very long time. And I know we can't wait to get this this 1920 season going with Joel Quenville behind the bench and Alexander Barkov, Jonathan Huberto building on uh, building on career seasons and and players like Evgeny Dadanov coming off a, a huge year as well. So I know we're incredibly excited. This is a team that's uh, that's that's constructed to to make uh, make some noise coming up in the in the Eastern Conference, coming up in the in the National Hockey League in the 1920 season. And uh, wanted to talk to somebody this week who had. Uh, some firsthand experience and some deep playoff runs and a couple of Stanley Cups. Uh, you know, his his name's on the cup a couple of times. And we had a chance to catch up with Panthers Senior Vice President Sean Thornton. And here is that conversation. All right, Thornty. Well, first, uh, it's springtime playoff hockey going on. You were a part of some some deep playoff runs. And I know just from my perspective as a broadcaster, I've told people before, there's nothing that matches the intensity of a, a seven-game playoff series. Can you even put that into words? And when you see teams playing deep into the spring, does it give you that that itch this time of the year? Uh the itch left me, but uh, I, I do. I have been watching. I didn't last year. I was too uh, too soon removed from the game. I think, but I was. I've been watching this year a little bit. Uh, I'm watching the highlights when I wake up in the morning. Uh, it, you're right. There's nothing like it. It brings back memories. I mean. Uh, getting to a game seven is one of the most exhilarating things uh, you can do as a player. Winning it, obviously, uh, is key. But you're exhausted by the time you get there with the travel. The uh, It reminds me of us talking about, you know, every every little hit matters. They all add up after seven games and 13, 14, 15 days. Uh, it's a grind. It really is. And you do that three or four times on your way to hopefully hoist that trophy i mean <laughs> it wears on you uh I, I really believe it's the toughest sport uh or toughest trophy in sports to win but 
people say I'm biased, but I, I really do. I don't think the the amount of energy and miles and uh, contact and physical exertion that goes into winning that thing, I, I don't think many sports can compare. There's so many pieces that need to come together to build a championship hockey team so many different types of guys so many different skill sets you won the cup twice you know uh, in your rookie season with anaheim and then later on 2011 with the bruins how different is it when you're just the, one of the guys in the room like you were in anaheim to where and you know later on you're one of the big voices in the room during one of these runs yes yeah, i get asked a lot like which one was more important or which one was the best uh <clears throat> and you kind of said it right there anaheim i was very lucky to be there uh very excited to be a part of it. Never thought I'd be in the NHL full time, let alone win a Stanley Cup in my first full year. Uh, but I was a small, small piece of the puzzle. Uh, I think, in, so that one's the most exciting. In Boston, you know, I'd been in the organization for a while. I felt like I helped uh, help with our leadership group, create the culture in the room, uh, and you know, had played meaningful minutes and in, even into Game Seven. So uh, that one probably meant more. Um, but Listen, you get one, you get two, you get three, you get four. I think they're all the greatest. So uh, I'm very fortunate that I'm able to be on that trophy twice. What was it like in Anaheim when you see guys like Timu Solani crying, guys that have worked so hard, such long careers to get the cup, and you show up, you know, first year, and you, you, like, you no got to get a deal. ring? Yeah. yeah, no big deal. We do this every year, right? <laughs> um, no, it was pretty crazy. I mean, we had, yeah, Tamo, uh, Sean O'Donnell, uh, Prongs, uh, Scotty Niedermeyer winning one with his brother and that was their goal uh, all along and it you know really gave me a sense of how difficult it it is to to win that uh win that trophy I mean Tamo went however many years playing and uh I remember actually that summer I was at Wendell Clark's golf tournament and I saw Steve Thomas who I played with in Chicago and I thought he won one in Detroit and I was like hey what'd you do on your day with the cup stump and he's like Authority never won one and he played 20 <laughs> years and 21 years or something like that and I, I felt like a idiot but um besides the point it just reminds you that it's it's not a given just because you play for a certain amount of time doesn't mean you're going to win it what, what is it like watching joe thornton right now with the sharks just it seems like uh, out of everyone the entire hockey community if your team's knocked out everyone kind of jumps on the jumbo joe train <laughs> yeah i'm uh, i'm actually hoping for a bruins san jose final and uh you know jumbo joe's career coming full circle yeah. uh I'll be conflicted on uh, on that one because I, I do want to see Joe's a great guy. Uh, we have a few mutual friends, and uh, I, I'd like to see him win one. But I'm also you know really close with a few guys still on that I played with on that Boston team, and uh, I really want to see Tuca win one. So uh, I'll, I'll be conflicted. Uh, the nostalgic part of me will be uh, you know going for Joe, but the the friend and uh, I guess former B will definitely cheering for the Bruins. Another thing just on being involved in one of these playoff runs, I mean, you talk about what a grind it is, what a battle it is getting to the end. At what point does kind of that adrenaline maybe take over in a way that maybe it doesn't take over at any other time than during the playoffs? You know, every game, uh, I remember specifically, there's a photo somewhere of me. I had to do media when we flew back after game six from Vancouver. You're flying all day, you get to the arena, and I was just slumped in my stall while doing media with my huge beard. And uh, I saw the picture like a month or two later. And I was like, oh, my God, I look exhausted. <laughs> and I was. And people, I think somebody asked me the question that day, like, you're tired. Like, how are you going to get through this? And, you know, there's, there's no time. You can be tired. You can be tired after the celebration if you win it. Uh, you just you just put yourself in a mo- another mindset. Uh, adrenaline kicks in. Mental toughness kicks in. I mean, you put all that work in to get there. You won't let uh, a little fatigue get in the way of it. 
And now that we're, you know, here, senior vice president of the Florida Panthers, like you said, you've been away from the game a couple of years now. How different is the drive now when you come to work every day, especially in the season, and you still want to win and you still want to cup, but you're not one of the guys out there, but you still got that fire saying, man, I want this team to make the playoffs. I want to want to stay in the cup again. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously a Florida Panther through and through now, and every single day I try and do what I can to help the organization uh, in any way possible. And But I will say watching the games, you know, win, lose, don't get me wrong, I want the team to win because I'm not out there, that emotional, like, fire. I I see people, like, high-fiving and fist-pumping and then slumping their heads and walking out, like, with their uh, tails, their head between their legs on the way out. Like, it's just, I I don't really have that emotional attachment anymore. It left me when when I hung up my skates, and uh, it's better for me in my personal life. I don't break golf clubs on the golf course anymore. I don't, uh, I've chilled out since I've retired. And uh, it, it's definitely, I think it's helped me in the business world as well. I don't get as, as emotional as I used to. I, I have a, a better, uh, I guess, mindset and can just sit back and analyze things and, and make a decision instead of being emotional in my decision making. You talk about things on the on the business side, obviously. I know we talk about it all the time here on, on Territory Talk, but the excitement. You guys talk about how awesome I am on Territory Talk oh, we all do. the time? We do. That's it's a big awesome. topic. It comes, yeah. up, it, comes up, <laughs> it comes up all the time. And uh, But but Joel Quenville, since his announcement as the, as the head mm-hmm. coach, we talk about it all the time as well. Another thing we talk about all the time is the excitement, the buzz that's been generated from, from Joel Quenville uh, being announced as the, the new head coach of the Panthers. From your perspective, just how have you felt that, that buzz throughout the marketplace and, and really throughout the hockey world? Well, it shows our commitment, right? It shows ownership's commitment to winning uh, down here. They, uh, it's not all talk. They, they definitely, you know, put the put the backing behind it and uh, getting Coach Q, huge step. Somebody that's been there, uh, he's won uh, what four Stanley Cups, I think. One with Three's Col- ahead and one's an assistant. Yeah, one is an assistant. Uh, he was in Colorado, I think. Actually, when I tried out there way, way back in the day, <laughs> uh, it was another lifetime ago. And then three in Chicago in the last decade. And uh, I remember playing against him. You know, one of those rings was uh, a win over uh, our team in Boston. And uh, I've sat down, I've talked to him a little bit about it, and listen, he's gonna he's gonna hold everybody accountable. Uh, and you can't question anything he's saying because he he knows the game he's he's he knows what it takes to win he, he's done it numerous times in and different organizations and he's uh he's the pat riley or the don shula of hockey and we're very fortunate to have him what is it like to around the league because obviously every coach in the league is qualified it, it's so hard yeah. to get there but when you have one of those you know two or three coaches that are kind of those above the game figureheads like coach q yeah and i think uh it's been on record everyone's very happy with uh, Bob Bugner and, and the staff, I think, is, you know, they did a great job. And uh, for me, you know, pleasure working with them, uh, talking about, you know, marketing plans or player appearances. And, you know, Bob was amazing to work with on, on those things. Uh, but when a guy like Q's out there, you, you can't pass up on the opportunity. You know, there's a bunch of teams, I think, that were looking to get them. And we're very fortunate that we're the ones that, that snagged them up. Exciting as well. Obviously, there's still free agency. There's still a draft. So many things to come. But you can generate so much buzz with just a coach and just a name and just just a letter. Coach Q. Q. (laughs) Coach Q. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, South Florida in particular. uh, You know, Thomas Durant said it's a very coach-driven market. You know, you look back at those teams and uh, Pat Riley was just as famous as their star players. You know, Don uh, Shula. Don Shula just as popular as Dan Marino. Mm -hmm. Like it's. uh, this, this market, they love their coaches. So uh, when we can get the best one in hockey, uh, you know, it, it definitely makes a pop. And we're happy to, we're happy for any pop we can get. 
And we uh, talk about something generating buzz. I know something that generated a lot of buzz this past season, and something that uh, that I know you were really excited about going into the year was the uh, was the partnership with with Funky Buddha and the and the yeah. gloves off IPA. And maybe for some of the folks out there who aren't sure how that whole thing came to be, maybe give us the the summary version of of how that came to be, and just uh, how excited you continue to be with that after after year one. Yeah, I've gotten to know them very well. Um, <laughs> That's good friends to have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From tasting a lot of yeah. their product, uh, you know, we had uh, a lot of. Our departments uh, had an offsite there and we you know somebody dropped a card there's a few conversations here and there and everybody uh, kept the you know conversation open they came out to the arena looked at a few places uh, ended up deciding to take over uh, our lobby bar and create a second tap room funky boot of tap room and uh, then we went in and had the conversation on potentially creating a beer and uh, myself and their owners and marketing uh, guru John Lynn uh, we're talking about it. Uh, I threw out the idea of a red hazy IPA. I'm a, I'm a huge beer nerd, so uh, it's funny. The night before, I called uh, my friend that owns a brewery in California and asked him what he thought and if it was possible to make. And he said, "Yeah, but that sounds terrible. I'd never have it in my brewery." <laughs> <laughs> Funky Buddha guys jumped all over it. So uh, I think I looked at the numbers. It sold it sold pretty well in here. Uh, we'll have to see what they want to do for next year. But you know what? They've been they've been amazing partners. Uh, just anything that we're doing, they want to support and vice versa. And uh, it's been it's been really fun to get to know those guys, Casey and Ryan. Uh, live right around the corner from me, talk to them all the time. It's just good dudes. And when people come to a sporting event now, the experience goes beyond the game. And how cool is it to, you know, for people to be able to walk into the arena and, and see that that awesome setup, the tap room right there in, in front of the entrance? Yeah, that, uh, you know, we have some new food options here. It's continually growing. You know, we want everyone to come out and you know, win or lose. You want everyone to have a, an amazing fan experience. That's the goal uh, when coming to the BB&T. So, uh, we're still, you know, ever evolving and trying to make uh, make it better every single every single uh, day we come in here. But you know, Funky Buddha's been been great. The Coors like Cold Zone. The you know, the, we got we got a bunch of things happening with the, band, with the bands and the food concepts and you know, a lot of things going on that we we really want people to come back and try. I gotta ask you. You've already accomplished so much. Two, two Stanley Cup rings, two kids. You know, great work here at the Florida Panthers. But where does making your own beer rank? Like you said, <laughs> you, like you said, you're a beer nerd. So I'm yeah, sure that, that's another I, lifelong dream, right you know, there. I, when I was in Boston, I had an opportunity with another beer company. They're uh, they're pitching a corporate partnership with uh, and. There was going to be a competition between like uh, their head brewmaster and myself. We're going to create one and put them both on tap and see who sold more throughout the year. And it fell through, and it was one of the biggest disappointments <laughs> in my life. So uh, the fact that I got to redo second it, chances. yeah, it's the second chance with Funky Buddha, and uh, they they believed in me, and you know I really appreciate the confidence that they had in me. <laughs> Well, I guess just uh, kind of kind of in closing here, just uh, you know, going through the the summer months here, preparing for uh, for the season. Uh, I guess the the big goals uh, here as we go through the off season and and uh, away from the away from the arena. Where can we expect to find you relaxing a little bit? Uh, relaxing, uh, we'll see. There's a lot of work to be done around here, and my kids are too young to really travel anywhere and enjoy it right now. So uh, I'm not sure if the wife's listened to this, but I'll probably be putting a lot of <laughs> probably be putting a lot of work in this summer. Um, you know, we. We have to get our we have to get our sales marketing uh, plan together. We have to plan out uh, theme nights and game nights, and um, you know we have some partnerships that we're trying to wrap up. And 
uh, Renew and some other partners that we're you know trying to recap and other new ones that we're trying to get in the trying to get join the family. So I think that uh, you know we're going to be busy over the next few months. Everyone thinks the the off season is the off season, but as you guys know in the office, it's uh, you, you get a day or two here maybe to go swing the sticks. But other than that, you're right back in here going to work. And just to show how busy Thirty is, I feel like this this ten minutes we got you here is detrimental to the business. I hear. Like, <laughs> I appreciate you saying that. Like, I'm not like, sure it's that. I feel like we're hurting the bottom line here. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm that important, but. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate you thinking that. Putting the phone on silent. I feel like I feel like it's bad. I, I did put it on silent. Yeah. It's turned off. Uh, not any time for you guys. Are you kidding me? I love that you always get me when no one else is around and it's a dead time and you had no one else. Oh, nobody, be- nobody better to come on. So you said, we'll schlep it and <laughs> grab the old... Every summer you tell us, you're like, you expect it at this point. Yes, it's right around now. Who's around? Nobody? All right, Thordy will come on. Well, you're a repeat guest, and as always, always, we're happy to have you. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Big thanks to Sean Thornton, Panthers Senior Vice President right there, uh, talking about uh, some of the exciting things going on around the BB&T Center, the buzz throughout the South Florida market around this Panthers team and the hiring of Joel Quenville as the head coach, talking about some of his experience as well. Always great to to hear from Sean Thornton. And now we transition over to hearing from a key member of the Panthers sales department, Adam Lawson, the Panthers Director of Ticket Sales. And here's that conversation. All right. Well, Adam, first of all, thanks for being here with us today. And and secondly, we've got Select to See coming up, big event coming up here in a, in a few days. Just talk about this event, what goes into it and and uh, overall, how nice is it to be able to get out there face to face and talk to the people who are going to be coming to the games this season? Thanks for having me. Absolutely thrilled about the event we're having this upcoming weekend. So May 18th, we're doing our what we're calling the event of the summer, our Select to See, um, where we're asking anybody, hey, if you've ever been interested in learning more, ever want to become part of the family, see what the uh, Florida Panthers organization is all about, come check us. Uh, 10 to 2 on Saturday, we're going to be having people out, give them a history of the team. We're going to be going over the different benefits and the reasons why people are getting involved. Um, And then we're going to give a locker room tour, and then we'll help you pick out those seats, that that nice real estate for the 1920 season here with us. And Oh, just tell us a little about that, the, the, the tour and everything, because so many people, uh, I know a lot of people miss this building. Uh, it's not only just for people that, you know, are new to this team, but also people coming back, maybe want to change their she- seats, things like that. So just how nice is it to kind of, you know, give them some access there where maybe they haven't been able to have before in the past? Sure. So we call it a tour that you would like to have, right? We have in mind that let's say somebody's been out to every game for 25 years, right? Not a season ticket member. Um, we're going to give you a tour. You're going to see things you didn't know about. You're going to learn some things maybe you've seen, but you didn't know all the details on. That's what we've kept in mind there. There's going to be wow moments, those Facebook photos, right? You're going to want to have the camera ready. Um, and we're going to take you into that uh, locker room, show you where the magic is. Um, we're going to have seats tagged, right? So seats that are available for you to be like, hey, this is what this is what I'm looking for. Here's who I'm going to be bringing with me. Here's what I want to get out of this, uh, out of these season tickets. And we'll be able to help you on that consultative approach of giving suggestions. Obviously a big topic here in the, in the spring and going into the summer, Joel Quenville, new head coach of the Panthers. What kind of buzz have you noticed from the from the sales side of things? Because obviously this buzz has gone not only throughout the, the South Florida market, but you can you can sense this buzz across the entire hockey world. I mean, you said it perfectly. The, the South Florida uh, community has completely rallied. Um, you know, seen articles.
articles that say he's the Pat Riley of hockey, right? So, you know, it, it gets us juiced up, but we're glad to see that the community recognizes what a big move this is. And it speaks realms about our organization and that they're going all in, right? They believe in this team um, and, and the community sees that. So we're really excited um, for what's going to happen on the ice, but we're going to continue to um, do what we're doing. We've gotten a lot of new people in. We've gotten people that were out from past seasons that are back in and saying, hey, we want to really jump in. And we're going to continue to go forward with uh, one of the most robust uh, membership benefit platforms that the NHL has to offer. And talk a little bit about the membership platform. So, uh, you know, gone are the days that you get season tickets, we ship you a box of paper stock and say, hey, see you next year, right? Uh, we've seen that our fans, um, they're the best that there is, right? They want access to the team and the organization 365 days a year. So we create benefits that, that really reflect that. So whether you're here to grow your business, take care of your clients, reward employees, you want to take your son and daughter out, the wife, maybe a date night, or you're coming out with buddies, or you're simply that rabid Panther or hockey fan, there's going to be something for you. And it's not just, of course, the least expensive ticket. You're going to get discounts on food and beverage and merchandise. You're going to have those seats guaranteed for the playoffs. Um, and the list goes on and on. And obviously, looking at the the whole experience when people come to a game, you talk about it, it, it goes beyond just, uh, you know, what happens on the ice. And obviously, you know, that's a huge part of the experience. But from the second people walk in the door, you've got new food offerings and you've got uh, things like the Funky Buddha Tap Room down in the in the concourse. Just talk about the, the experience, how you've seen it evolve and, and how you've, uh, I guess, uh, seen fans really take to it. So, Doug, you're absolutely right. This is one building you will never be hungry or thirsty in. OK. Um, <laughs> We can't control what happens on the ice, right? Win, lose, or draw, we want to make sure that you've had a phenomenal time and what you came out to the game is accomplished. So um, we might not win that game that you came out to on Thursday night, but guess what? You were able to have that quality time with your son, right? You were able to have that business conversation in our Lexus club. Um, so we're, we're making sure that we're hitting on all cylinders and that you might not even remember what the final score was, but you are going to remember the, the impact that it had on your uh, on your life. And like Dick said, that, that, that is a big selling point these days, not just with us, but in professional sports in general with the way how nice it is to watch a game at home. You need more than just the team these days to get people to come out. You need the experience, the food, you know, the, the, the music, all that good stuff. But when you look at, like you said, the ownership's commitment to everything, how nice is it in the sales department to have so many weapons to sell now? Like you said, you can sell the experience, you can sell Coach Q, you can sell Barkov, and based around how we're talking here, you can sell you know, playoffs for the upcoming season. Uh, it's, it's, it's phenomenal, right? We're, we're very lucky to be in a situation where um, we have all these weapons that we can use. We're able to have the conversation no matter where it turns, we're able to talk about something that's going to interest you, right? Uh, and that's why we suggest coming out because no matter what you're looking to accomplish, we're going to be able to make suggestions and help you get there. Something I wanted to ask you about, we, we ask a lot of our, our guests this, uh, you know, a lot of people out there want to work in sports and, you know, maybe one of the, the best things about working in sports is that there really are no two paths for anybody that, that were exactly the same. Just talk about your background, how you got into the, uh, into the business and if you had any tips out there for somebody who might be looking to one day work in the sports industry. Of course. So um, the biggest tip that I can give is I've seen a lot of people come in and out of sports. The best way to get that foot in the door and get started is to take that sales position. Uh, really, sales is going to be working with every department within the building, right? You can't have one without the other. Um, and it's really going to teach you not only about sports, but in life in general, right? You're going to be able to have those difficult conversations, be able to uh, work with someone else, overcome objections, things like that. Uh, but that's where we've seen a lot of people start. Uh, myself, personally, I started as an entry-level inside sales with the Tampa Bay Lightning, um, was able to work up through the corporate sales, 
the premium sales um, to management. And now here we are with the Florida Panthers. And, you know, I'm just addicted to hockey in paradise, I guess. Like you said, you've been working on hockey for a while now. Did you ever have a job at pre-hockey, pre-lightning? I didn't. So I went to uh, school at UCF uh, to be a uh, lawyer. And then here we are. So life always works out exactly how you thought, right? But uh, I wouldn't go back. This is, you know, phenomenal. And we're having a great time and just can't wait to uh, see what happens this Saturday and then on the ice come uh, the season. That's, that's such a rarity, too, to have someone not only, you know, college in Florida, but then to have to work for both Florida hockey teams. It seems like you, you must have seen it all at this point. I've, I, I've seen nothing, I feel like. So <laughs> plenty, plenty, of, uh, plenty of things to still do um, and, and just excited to be here with this team and, uh, and watch what's going to happen. Big thanks to Adam Lawson, Panthers, director of ticket sales, talking about uh, a lot of what's going on here around the BB&T Center, around the Panthers as we prepare for the upcoming 1920 season. I know it's still May, but uh, you know how time flies. And throughout the summer, I know there's a ton of excitement. It's going to be opening night here. It's going to be October before you know it. So you want to make sure you get those season tickets for next season. And it was great to hear him talk about the Select a Seat event. Uh, if you've thought about coming out to a game, you heard him right there. If you've thought about wanting to learn more, if you want to see what's going on here at the BB&T Center, if you want to uh, get the best deal on uh, on coming out to Panthers games next season, come out to select a seat Saturday. So uh, be sure to check that out. And it's just nice to come back to the building. I yep. mean, it already feels like the, the season's been over for eight months. It just the time is slowing down so much here in the summer. And we always say that and then, you know, snap your fingers and suddenly it speeds right back up and we're you know rushing to, for the preseason but right now we're definitely in that slow time so just you know come back out you know look check out the building you know feel that warm feeling again of hockey uh you know imagine the ice being there imagine the sound of you know the slap shots and you know guys crashing into the boards uh, it's going to be a great event but just a little bit on what you know what you know authority and Lawson touched on there were um you know just the 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 cue buzz and i know we've talked about that it seems like at least once every episode since it's been hired but i think it's worthy and i mean you and i we're, we're on the sales Floor. We're on the suite level here. Our desk is, you know, off in the corner, but we're next to all these salespeople uh, making these calls every day. And it's so fun just to hear them on the phone, you know, pitching tickets to people saying, you know, Coach Q this, Barkov that. So clearly there's a lot of ammo there. And I know uh, it just the excitement's already building. And as we go along, as we get to the draft, as we get to free agency, as we get to the preseason, I feel like we already started a pretty good fire here. And it's going to be interesting to see how high those flames go as we get closer to the season. And, and uh, come opening night, I expect, you know, uh, some Panther pandemonium in a really good way here. And Saturday, select a seat 10 to 2. Be sure to check that out. That's your best time to come out here and get a look at the seats. And you could actually come and you could sit in those seats before you before you buy them. Take a look at, see how things look from uh, from any of the, the different seats throughout the BB&T. Or if, or you're, if you're at Sawgrass Mall and you're getting tired and you just want to sit down for a couple hours, come sit down at the BB&T Center. Take a look. Take a look around. See what, uh, see what uh, we can do here for you. So be sure to come out and check that out. If you can't make it on Saturday, you can always make an appointment with one of our uh, ticket sales representatives 954-835-PuckFloridaPanthers.com all the information on tickets come on down to the arena uh, check the place out take a look find some seats that work for you and uh, and you could also uh, potentially bump into one of us Jameson and I are here all the time Red Deer Randy Moeller is here all the time and uh, and we'd be happy to come down and say hi as well so uh, the best chance for you to, to get the best deals to get all those uh, benefits that come with, with being a Panthers season ticket holder uh, you you want to make sure you go and get the information on that floridapanthers.com call 954-835-PUCK we hope to see you out early and often throughout the 
2020 season. Again, it'll be here before you know it. So you want to make sure you get those tickets as soon as possible, get the best seats, get those seats you really want as soon as possible, and then uh, you'll be ready to go when the new season comes around. But that's going to be it for us today on the 63rd edition of Territory Talk. Big thanks to Sean Thornton, Panthers Senior Vice President, Adam Lawson, Panthers Director of Ticket Sales for stopping by, sharing some stories, talking about some of the buzz, talking about Selectus Seat, lots that we covered here on this uh, week's edition of the program. So big thanks to them for joining us. You can expect new material from us here at Territory Talk, floridapanthers.com slash Territory Talk, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify. You can expect new episodes each and every Wednesday throughout the spring, summer months, and into next season. Throughout the entire calendar year, you can expect new material right here each and every Wednesday. So don't forget about that. Make it part of your listening week each and every week. We thank you very much if this is your 63rd time listening or your first. Thanks for making Territory Talk a part of your day. We'll have more stuff coming your way next week on Wednesday. So be sure to check floridapanthers.com slash Territory Talk for that. Again, big thanks to our guest, Sean Thornton, Adam Lawson. On behalf of Jamison Olive, I'm Doug Plagans. Thanks again for being with us here on Territory Talk, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. For all your Panthers news and information, follow FLA Panthers on Twitter.